On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith and I talk about the latest with Kevin Durant. Are things in now much clearer focus for the 76ers? Look like he's going back to the Brooklyn Nets. They've cleared up some things. Sixers, where do they stand now in the East? We'll talk about it all next right here at Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, you are Locked On 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-host and partner, as always, from the Inquire.com Sixers beat writer, Keith Pompey. What's up, Keith? What's poppin', D? How you doing? Uh, it's a good Wednesday. You know, no complaints, man. Had a good day so far. And uh, hopefully we can have a good podcast here and drop some, some things here for the good folks. Uh, we thank everybody for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76 is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76 Keith, we got to talk about the latest where it looks like Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets. They met. All is good for now. And they're going to stick it out and move forward together to start off the 22-23 campaign. We'll talk about uh, a video that you have of uh, Charles Bassey doing some um, new workouts, like football style, pushing a sled in the rain. We'll get into him. And uh, Tyrese Maxey continues to be the man of the people at a Phillies game this time uh, with the uh, television broadcast, connecting with former Philly John Cruff and having a good old time as the Phillies win in a dramatic fashion on Tuesday night. But first, Keith, let's start with the let's start with the Kevin Durant news. We've been discussing it since the draft where we heard the rumors. We heard the information that he was asking out the whole deal with Kyrie Irving, uh, wondering what's going to be with with uh, Ben Simmons and where this team is going to be at the start of the 22-23 season. Well, right now, after it all, all the information that's been put out there, all the uh, trade rumors that we've heard of, the destinations of where he wants to go, him working out with this player and that player, and uh, ultimately, he's back with Brooklyn. He met with Rich Kleiman, his business partner, along with uh, owner Joe Tsai, general manager Sean Marks, and head coach Steve Nash, and they look to be moving forward for the upcoming season. Now, your thoughts on that in general, and where does this, what does this mean for the Sixers and where they stand in the Eastern Conference? Does anything change for you from the number three spot where you had them before? You know, I, let, let, me, let me address the whole situation first. Like, to me, it's like, you know, as as my daughter and, and some of her friends and, you know, my, my, my sister and people like that will say um, it's a hot mess. <laughs> like it, it's some cray cray stuff. Happening. I mean, because like, you that know, is. I mean, let's keep it 100. I mean, Kyrie was talking about get me out of here. Get me out of here. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. He resigns. And then, you know, KD was doing the same thing. And then all of a sudden he signs, right? Or let like give KD credit. I mean, like neither one of these dudes basically came out and was like quoted on saying it. So give him credit for that. But Joe Side basically said, "Hey, I, I stand behind the coach and, and the general manager." So you knew it was true. 
But um, it's just crazy. Now, when you look at the Brooklyn Nets as a team, talent standpoint, you look at Ben Simmons, and he's like in the candy store, right? He has two lethal scorers in KD and Kyrie. He has two lethal shooters in Joe Harris and, and Seth Curry that he's going to have a lot of fun with, right? So you look at this team and you say to yourself, are they more talented than the Sixers? In my opinion, yes. And we disagree on a depth thing. I think, in my opinion, I think they're deeper than the Sixers because the Sixers have a lot of the unknowns. Like, we don't know if Furkan's going to get better or, 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 or Shake can duplicate what he did in that last game. We don't know how the new guys are going to mesh, right? So I think that they are a deeper team than the Sixers. And they do have more talent than the Sixers. But I'm, I still have the Sixers as the third-best squad. And my reasoning is because we don't know. I mean, if this summer was wacky, can you imagine with all those guys getting in the gym and and, think, and they don't see eye to eye or they start losing and struggling? Like, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I don't know, man. It, it seems like a toxic thing right about now. So I can't have them ranked higher than the Sixers, even though – they're a very talented team. They have three all-stars and two sharpshooters. I think I, I think that the Sixers, yes, we, we do differ. I think that we agree that the Sixers are still the top in the top three. They're third behind Boston and Milwaukee. We just get there in a different route because I do think the Sixers uh, have a deeper team where they go 10 deep. Yes, there are questions with the new players, uh, most notably in, in on the reserve role here with the Anthony Melton and Daniel House. But after those two, let's say they are your sixth and seventh man, then you have Matisse Thibel at eight, George Niang nine, and maybe Paul Reed at 10. So they go 10 deep. And uh, you have two all-stars with the 76ers, with James Harden and Joel Embiid, and maybe a budding one in, t- in Tyrese Maxey. We haven't yet seen Ben Simmons operate with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. They're both playmakers. They can both help him get some easier looks. But it's also going to be different to see him without the basketball, even though we do know he's an all-NBA defender. And after that, Seth Curry, Joe Harris, TJ Warren, that's probably where I stop. Nick Claxton, too. But that's probably where I stop with them, where they go about eight deep. And I think the Sixers right now do have a deeper team, which is why I still have them at number three. But I do have Brooklyn in the top five, mixed in with the Miami Heat, deciding where you're going to go. And probably more so to your point, because it's so toxic. It is too much turmoil. There is too much turmoil with that team where we have no idea of what Kyrie Irving you're going to get on a Tuesday night against the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, in, in, in December. We, we don't know. So that's why I have them there. Uh, nothing changes for me except for the Brooklyn Nets move up higher in the standings for me just because we know that those players are now going to be there. I think Simmons is going to be good once they figure it out. What is he going to be, though? Because he's not going to have the ball in his hands as much as he did here. And there are already rumors about him uh, at least being discussed as playing the five for that basketball team. So that's why I have them there. And I am personally happy that this is over with so we can just get on with basketball and get ready for the season. They have to lace them up. They play each other four times this season. We'll find out. We'll find out how it all plays out on the floor. But right now, that's why I do have the Sixers over the Brooklyn Nets at this time. Two good basketball teams in the end. We, we believe that they both want to get to the same spot, which is the NBA Finals. So we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, on the other side, Keith, we need to talk about 
uh, Charles Bassey. He's trying to have a more prominent role with the Sixers this year, pushing a sled in the rain. Will that help? We'll discuss it next right here. Locked on 76ers. And first, people, I got to tell you about NHTSA. You know, drive sober. You have to. You're hanging out with some friends. It's the summertime. You're putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. We've all heard about it. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. It's not a big deal. I can make it. You can make it home okay. Not a problem. Well, what are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? Swerving, whatever, stopping when you don't need to, at a stop sign too long. And even so, what's the worst that can happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You your total your car or you kill someone. You don't want to do that. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are that are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So make sure you do that. And if you think you're okay, you feel like you had a good enough drinks, you feel like it's all again, think again, play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It's only going to take a minute and it only takes one mistake to change your lives or someone else's forever. So folks, drive sober, sober, or get pulled over. Yeah, you yeah, definitely do that today because you don't want it. Every day. Yeah, every day. Or get pulled over. You don't need any anybody losing their lives after having a great night, of course. Maybe you're coming from a bad situation and you're just going and letting it go, but try to use your head and make the right decision. Thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast nightly recaps of every nba game with analysis from our local experts it's free and available wherever you get your podcast all right keith you had uh, this whole thing sledding in the rain have you done it i mean i've done i've probably never sledded in the rain but i'm <laughs> i mean but uh, i've done a lot of things in the rain you know here's the thing you know it's one of those things where it sounds funny right you get a picture of a guy sledding in the rain. But to me, if you look at it, you know, he's on a normal block. It was in San Antonio. That's where he lives in the offseason. And um, he was getting a workout in. And and the thing is that I like about it is because, and, you know, some people can make fun of it. You could get to a gym membership, this and that. I look at it as if that, you know what, he was going to get his workout in no matter what. It was his leg day trying to get some explosive explosiveness and it's showing me that he's working. I mean, um, and he and he's showing me that he's dedicated to get the work in on that particular day. The thing about Charles Bassey is here's a guy who played summer league. Um, he did that. Uh, he played in basically the, the duration of why the team was there on both summer leagues. From there, the Sixers had. 10 guys or so meet up in LA and had like a little mini camp. He participated in that. From what I heard was, you know, young guy, the veterans were, were, you know, getting it to him. He was fatigued. He was tired, whatever, what have you. So then afterwards, some guys say, you know what? I did summer league. I, 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 I went to this thing. I'm tired. Let me take a break. Nah, he goes to LA and he's participating in those open runs with with James Harden. 
And then he goes home to San Antonio and he's still putting in the work. So, you know, is some people look at it, they may laugh, they may say this, and other people may say, yo, look at my young boy doing this. I'm commending the young man because he's had an extremely busy offseason. Two summer leagues, went to a mini camp, participated in open runs in L.A., and now he's out at in Texas getting in some leg work and doing other things that we didn't see. So I'm commending the young guy. So am I. He he's not satisfied. I'm sure he's felt, especially with his performances in the G League, that he has shown enough to at least crack the rotation for some minutes behind Joel Embiid, and it hasn't panned out as of yet. So the commitment that he is doing this, the work ethic that he is showing, there's talent there. But are you going to go the extra mile to make sure that you do get what you want and be rewarded in the end with some playing time? Now, a day like this in the rain, pardon me, that he's out there doing that, like it's no different than any time where you may have been out playing basketball and you got caught in the rain and you just decided to stay working on whatever you're working on. Maybe he was already out there in the rain doing his yeah. workout uh, before the rain started and just decided to keep going, not going to stop just because the rain has arrived and and I, I, I too uh, commend him for being out there and can just continue to put in that work because he wants to be a part of something special here with his basketball team. There's an opportunity between he and Paul Reed to get some minutes behind the big fella. So him still doing this after having the summer league playing in Los Angeles in the pickup with those players. I saw him in the one open run video with James Harden at the Rico Hines basketball uh, workouts that they have out there he's doing his job he you know so many times we question are these guys working and i don't always need to see i really don't need to see a video at all I, I'll, I'll figure it out when you get back if you've been doing anything or not but there's a video there someone posted it and it's out there and so i, I commend the guy i do yeah i agree i'm with you with that one brother yeah i agree and one guy that we always praise and talk glowingly about is Tyrese Maxey, and he just continues to wow people. This time he was in the uh, not in the booth. We'll tell you where he was at the Phillies game, but he did join the broadcast and the announcers. We'll tell you where he was if you're not familiar and why he just continues to wow Philadelphia fans and become arguably the most likable athlete. Yes, the most likable athlete in the city. We'll discuss it next right here, Locked On 76ers. Before we talk about my man Tyrese and the most likable athlete in the city of, of Philadelphia, arguably the most likable one, you know, I think Joel's still up there, but let's talk about Bet Online. You see, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events as the number one online source for odds, lives, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball. NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in game betting, scores, and podcasts. They all have you covered. Head to Bet Online today and use the mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. Do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Make sure you do it today. Baseball season still in the mix. Football upcoming. WNBA playoffs. You never know. Get in the mix. 
All right, man. Phillies play game two against the Cincinnati Reds last night in Philadelphia Citizens Bank Park. And uh, sometimes the Phillies television broadcast, they broadcast from the outfield seats. So they had the first row by the rail in the outfield. A uh, few of them out there. I think it was three or four people as far as the broadcast goes, sitting in the first two seats there in the outfield. And here comes Tyrese Maxey walking down the stairs in the outfield to join the broadcast. And you can see the crowd is excited, all of that. You know, got the security with him as he comes down. Always very gracious, high-fiving everyone, taking pictures with folks as best as he can to try to fulfill you know, that for the kids. And apparently, because I was on the air, so I didn't hear it. I only heard a couple of clips. But apparently, Keith, we might need to be worried that he's going to take over our podcast because the charming person that he is, it just carries over to the television broadcast of the baseball game as well, man. Him and John Cruck, the uh, all-time great for the Phillies, he's part of the TV broadcast and just wow people all again. Their, their interaction back and forth, apparently – Cruck asking him about being 21, and if he drinks, he's like, nah, stay away from that stuff. And John Cruck's like, well, I'll take one. I'll take care of that for you. Don't worry about it. And, you know, having the best seat in the house, getting that, getting the, getting uh, able to sit next to Joel Embiid and James Harden at the arena. The guy just continues to just be all over the place, become a man of the people. And, man, he if you say Joel Embiid is still the most likable, he's pushing both Embiid and Bryce Harper for the most likable athlete in this city. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, yeah, you, you can see that. I mean, you know, it, it's just that, you know, right now, a lot of times, you know, Joel Embiid has, has been here longer. He's also, what is he? I don't know, four or five time all-star. You know, you know what I'm saying? Things like yeah. that. You know, Maxi, Maxie's a great kid. I mean, and I hate this. Well, he's 21 now, so he's a man, but you know, he's, you know, he's just a really likable person. It's just that um, they have more years in front of them. I, I think that, you know, Maxie, and the thing is, sometimes people say stuff and you're like, come on, bro. Like, all right, we get it, man. You got the best seat in the house. You're sitting next to all stars. You don't drink. You don't do this. And sometimes you find out certain people can be a little phony. But it's not that way with him. That's who he is. I mean, you know, and, and again, you know, I always say that that's a, um, and, I, and I always commend his parents because it's the way he's raised. You know, whenever he says stuff, he's just a mannerable person. And, you know, if he wasn't a basketball player, I think that he would probably be the most likable guy. Now, here's the one thing that I really like about him that a lot of people probably don't talk about. This dude was like an academic, like all SEC type of play. You know what I mean? He, he's a, a bright guy. You know, he, um, you know, as good as he is in basketball, he's that good in the classroom. So, you know, those are the things where you have parents and they instill that in their kid, you know, and you look at them and you're not, you can't be surprised when he says, hey, I don't drink, I don't do this. Well, yeah, he was in the gym and he was in, and when he wasn't in the gym, he probably was in the books, you know, so, you know, you got to commend his mom and dad for the way that they raised him, a, a, a great young man did you get a chance to see him during the broadcast and listen to his uh his time in that inning yeah yeah i checked it out i checked it out i didn't see the whole thing because you know it's this point of the year it's time of the year i'm doing like a lot of 
you know, channel surfing and, and stuff. And nothing against baseball. I love, you know, baseball in person. Yeah. But it's kind of like I have a tough time staying glued to it on TV. I just, you know, too busy doing too many other things. Yeah, well, he does it once again. And, uh, yeah, I guess we need to be careful with that because he can also do that. And he did the media thing with the NBA Finals. Remember when he was out there? So he's dipping his toes in a lot of stuff there, man. And uh, we'll see what he does, of course, for year number three. We'll have plenty of time to talk about him. Third year, definitely will be a starter. I think if Doc Rivers told us he'll be a starter for this year, we would believe him last time when he said that. <laughs> so you're saying you didn't believe Doc? Nah, man. Come on. when he said that? So for the people who don't know, Doc Rivers told us all at the towards the end of the season in the post, it was still in the playoffs, when Maxie had one of those good games. I don't know. And he, he mentioned to the media how coming into the 21, last season, 21-22 season, it was always set in stone whether Ben Simmons was there or not. If Simmons was there, he was starting with Ben Simmons in the backcourt. I wasn't buying it. I wasn't buying it. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. So, Because I was looking at it, I'm like, all right, Seth Curry, Tyrese Maxey, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid, where's Matisse Thibel? Right? As a defender, starting. Where's Danny Green? As a defender, starting. That's why I wasn't buying it. That's why I wasn't buying it. And I know Ben was the defender and Tobias Harris has, 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 uh, is, is a, you know, puts forth the effort and Embiid is an all-NBA defender, but I wasn't buying it. But now we know. He will be a starter for this season. He should be. Uh, thank you, everybody, for making Locked On 76ers your first listen. We'll get back with you uh, on Friday and make sure you check out the second list. though, Locked On NBA, your Locked On experts are covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes, like the latest news coming down with Chet Holmgren possibly having uh, ligament damage in his foot for the rookie, the number two overall pick for the Oklahoma City Thunder. So something like that, that will be on a Locked On uh, podcast. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, can you let the folks know where they can find this, though? Yeah, you can you can find this just like you go anywhere you get your podcast at. Listen to a podcast. You can get this podcast, Locked On 76ers podcast. You can get the Locked On 76ers YouTube channel by going to YouTube, logging on Locked On 76ers. And when you see that Liberty Bell, click on that bad boy. And then next thing you know, you become a subscriber. In a little bit, you can listen to my man D at the Divine Giving Show from 6 to 10 tonight. And then you can follow D on Twitter at DivineG975. And you can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. I'm on vacay until September the 13th, actually September the 12th. But if you want to get the Sixers coverage, you could go to Enquire.com to get your Sixers coverage. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate it as always. And I will talk to you on Friday. Thanks, man. Peace. All right.